Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today's podcast is sponsored by Hairburst. Loved by the A-listers, the brand aims to condition hair from the inside out to promote faster growth and healthier hair. Whether you're stranded damaged from color or excessive styling, their products are specially formulated with high quality nutrients for the best effects from their luxe shampoo and conditioners right through to their vitamin supplements. Keen to try the range? Hairburst offering Sheerlux readers 20% off when they use the code SHEER20 at hairburst.com. You can also find the products on Holland and Barrett, Boots and Superdrug. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Heather Steele, Polly Sayer, and Tamara Corin. Hi, everyone. Morning. Hi. How's everybody's weekends? Very good, thank good. you. Yeah. What has everybody been watching, listening to? I've been watching Euphoria, as yes. we've spoken about. So me too. It's quite a new thing, isn't it? So for people who have not heard of it or seen of it, it's about a girl called Rue, who's played by Zendaya, who is basically struggling with drug addiction. She's just come out of rehab, and she basically has no intention of staying clean, and then all her sort of surrounding friends they're all 17 18 ish aren't they and how they're kind of dealing with their struggles with all sorts of things it really doesn't <gasps> hold back in any way yet people have been describing it as kind of like new skins but i would say it's much more hardcore than skins yeah. um, i'm four episodes in and each episode i just kind of i feel like i'm just reeling after it i feel like low level anxiety <laughs> for a couple of hours after but it's just really really good it's, it's not for the anxious oh no, no. certainly not for the faint-hearted <laughs> there's lots of nudity lots of kind of violence sex pornography drug every use. box yeah drug, drug use ticked for parental <laughs> yeah. advisory but um i'd still recommend it it's really good she is, is there famous people in you know well zendaya is kind of the like the main it's, name isn't okay. it and that's kind of been the control so yeah it is really racy but the fact is because Zendaya's in it and she was for those who don't know she was a Disney star and she went on to star in The Greatest Showman so she's got this kind of squeaky clean image and now she's obviously done this which like you know as an actress and for her career good for her that's lovely but she's got a, a legions of young fans and my god if we were saying before if I had a teenage daughter yeah. there is no world in which I would be happy with them watching this show I mean even like I'm not that prudish yeah. but even I said that being like oh yeah <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know this was a thing yeah um, and I mean, it's one thing if it was dealing with people in their like mid twenties, but it, the idea that these kids are still at school and they're like mm. shooting up heroin and doing all kinds and yeah, yeah it's quite alarming if, if that is really going on, yeah. but it also does tackle important issues, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it's got the like revenge porn aspects, which is obviously something that's affecting that generation mm -hmm. of teenagers that probably we didn't have to deal with so much. So it's interesting that they address that and then kind of like gender identity, sexual fluidity, that kind of thing. So as much as it is very racy I think it's good that it's addressing those kind of things that are obviously of importance to people now it's also really modern in the way it's shot and produced mm. it's very snappy very clever the first yeah. five minutes of, the, of I guess the pilot of the first episode you know when you just really want to watch on it's it's mm. quick and it's fast and it's very flashbacks snappy. and it's very snappy very clever mm. um, and it really it really reels you in so yeah. there's it's only also, eight episodes yeah only eight episodes mm. and it's funny as well as much as it is dark I find myself like laughing out loud at it sometimes yes so. 
yeah, would recommend, but just, you know, make sure you're in a good headspace. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not Sky Atlantic. Yes, it is. Yes. Good. Um, Heather, what have you been watching? I'm keen to watch that. It's currently the most watched program in America. So, right. so yeah, I'll be getting on the Do. bandwagon. I have basically been re-watching Succession because the new series starts again tonight. Succession is so good. Oh, have you watched I've it? I've watched it. I know oh, we excellent. talked about it. I know you talked about it on the podcast. A while back. A few back. months ago, yeah. and no one was really talking about no. it then. But now it seems to have blown up, doesn't it? I think it was, yeah, a bit of a sleeper hit. So I think now that Game of Thrones and Big Little Lies and those other sort of HBO programs have sort of finished, everyone's just looking at Succession as the next big thing. I think it was one of those things where maybe when the first few episodes were shown, it took a while for people to get into it. But now, after the final episode, which was quite explosive, everyone's very intrigued to see what's going to happen next. So remind us what it's actually about. So it's about a family called the Roys, and there's a patriarch called Logan Roy. He's a bit of a sort of Rupert Murdoch character. He's a, a media mogul. And then on his 80th birthday everyone thinks he's going to sort of relinquish power over his sort of media company he's got four children who are all kind of waiting in the wings to be given these huge roles at the company and then he announces on his birthday that actually he's staying on and it kind of sets a chain of events in motion where everyone is trying to get their place in the line of succession loosely based on king Lear, loosely it? yeah so about you know sort of the mad king the aging guy yeah. who's failing to relinquish his power but again very modern I yeah. like how it's kind of it's like a grayscale the way it's shot so it looks very slick and oh yeah God, I mean the houses mm. and property yeah. it's all just amazing isn't it and it's really dark but because it's written by the guy who wrote Peep Show it's got so many moments of dark humour like I found myself laughing loads where I was like oh probably shouldn't be laughing at this but I, it's intentional <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah it's very funny as well as being so do you have to twisted. see the first series I reckon so okay. definitely it's being shown again on Sky Atlantic at the moment and it's on Now TV as well but yeah the first episode of the second series starts tonight so this week so yeah I'm very excited to see what's going to happen in the September issue GQ did a really good profile of um, some of the main characters spoke to the writers and talked again a a bit about why it's season one was kind of more on the back burner and now everybody's talking about it and it is so good maybe people just looking for things to binge over the summer yeah I don't know why it's unusual isn't it for Mm -hmm. the second series to be more talked about than the first yes but exciting yes very exciting well I haven't really well no that's not true I was about to say I haven't been watching anything it (laughs) it all started when I finally sat down to read this month's British Vogue which is the Forces for Change issue that was guest edited by Meghan Markle it's been a big topic of conversation both in the show's offices and kind of everywhere over the last few weeks I had been quite disparaging about Meghan being the guest editor um, for a while for various reasons however having read it I actually think you can't help but be inspired by Mm. so much of the content in it when I looked at the front cover I was like well this is just a load of celebrities and and you know people who are like obvious choices but actually they break down each person there were 15 faces on the front cover and they do small interviews with each of them and kind of explain a bit why they were chosen as a person who represents a force for change and actually I think they're really considered really inspiring women. There are other people interviewed within the issue, but it's very relevant, it's very topical, obviously. It really makes you think. If you compared this issue to a September issue of Vogue from five years ago, 10 years ago, it would be completely unrecognizable Mm. as the same magazine, but not in a bad way at all. And I think part of the reason that I had been so disparaging about it was that I thought it was quite contrived and I thought the motives behind it were probably misplaced. But actually, even if that is true, I don't think that's a bad thing because it gives a profile to these people who who really are deserving of it. And yeah, there's still great fashion and beauty and whatever in the issue. It's not like a completely transformed magazine, Mm. but actually it's it's dealing with some really important things Mm. too. 
and as I say, was really quite inspirational. A lot of these women, I feel like, I took quite a lot away from. So I really recommend it as a read, which I'm really- Mission accomplished then. Yeah, Yeah, mission accomplished, exactly. Mm. They've they've done their job and they've done it well. And I suppose it raises the question, does it matter what the intentions behind something good are? Like whether Mm. they're coming from a cynical place or not, at least that piece of work is then out there for people Mm. to kind of consume and enjoy and learn from. So yeah. Anyway, who's to say what the intentions are behind it? So I really recommend it. Anyway, you can't help but be inspired by Brene Brown. She is a research professor at the University of Houston. And on the most basic level, she's a social worker. That's like, I think she she has many degrees in social work. And she's been the author of five books, each of which has um, made the number one spot on the New York Times bestseller list. One of which is Daring Greatly, which I think is the most famous. And she's also one of the five most viewed TED Talks ever, which was uh, The Power of Vulnerability. It's been viewed 35 million times. If you guys haven't watched it, I can't recommend it enough. She is just amazing. And what she does is teaches people, teaches you how important vulnerability is. So she, she studies vulnerability and courage. Those are her like two big themes and how they're basically the same thing and how in order to live our most fulfilled lives you have to she describes it as like entering into the arena her metaphor for life really is like a kind of coliseum and that you have to be vulnerable and you have to be courageous and you have to be the person in the middle of the arena not somebody sitting in the seats in order to get anything out of life and her biggest kind of takeaway is not like a maybe there's a risk of getting hurt or maybe there's a risk of failure like you will fail you will fail you will get hurt but that's the only way to live a fulfilled life that's kind Mm -hmm. of a very yeah. brief summary of it. So I watched two or consumed two bits of media about her. Does that make sense? She has yes. done a podcast with um, Russell Brown has a series, a podcast series called Under the Skin, and she's done like it's like an hour and a half. It's quite long, special with him, and fascinating. Obviously, he's somebody who's very spiritual, very interested in life and the meaning behind life, and uh, knows mm. me. And the, and the topic spans everything from courage to vulnerability to how to apply those things to being a parent or being an addict and how to deal with relationships and it's just a really interesting that sounds really interesting and additionally she's done a special for Netflix so she's the first person ever to have a live talk recorded for Netflix it's it's the same format as a comedy special but it's obviously like a lecture that is called The Call to Courage and it basically is supposed to be like the next it's the stepping stone from her TED talk so the assumption is that everybody in the audience has has listened to her TED talk course or watched it Mm -hmm. and it's then like the next level above that but again it's like an hour and a half special and she is just beyond inspiring it's just amazing it's just I, I, yeah it's so hard to explain no 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 you sold it I really that's I need something yeah. like that at yeah. the moment actually so God, it sounds so wishy-washy and there's been so many you know but it's not like a Tony Robbins situation mm. she's not pretty she's so modern and kind of relatable and normal and her Netflix special is funny like she's a funny lady mm. but obviously there's massive amounts of science to back up everything she's saying if you need a bit of motivation yeah. a bit of a kick up the arse she is she's the woman to give it to you for sure that sounds great Good. Uh, we're going to talk about surviving the summer holidays now, Tamara. I think it's time to shine. <laughs> Parenting 101, surviving the summer holidays with children. How long has it been? How long have you got left? Oh, it's like countdown every week. <laughs> so we are actually, last week was like the halfway point. Oh, there's a while um, left then. Yeah, there is a while <laughs> left. But... I think you can now kind of get away with doing a bit less. <laughs> okay, so you've been on holiday, so let's tick that off. That obviously doesn't really count. It's like yeah, a way holiday, to holiday doesn't count. I think no. the main thing is just plan every single day. Just mm. be super organised. Uh, it doesn't matter how many kids you've got, you still need to keep them entertained. They want to know what's going on. They don't want to get bored. Then they start fighting. Kids like to have routine. I mean, we all like routine. Mm -hmm. Well, I do anyway. And they want to wake up in the morning knowing exactly what they're doing before lunch, after lunch. Mm -hmm. It's really just 
making sure that they know because I think they then feel okay we're doing something or they can get excited about something or moan about something (laughs) um I mean I as a working mom send my kids to camp for a lot of the summer but they have the time of their lives you know some people think oh send your children to camp oh god aren't they bored or I'm thinking they're doing things there's no way in a million years I would be able to do with them Mm -hmm. you know whether it's playing sports or doing arts and crafts or being with their friends they're having a great time. Mm-hmm. So I think that whole guilt about not taking them, you know, to the zoo one day, to the aquarium the second day. And also it's an expense. Mm, yeah. mm. It's a huge expense, the summer holidays. I also make a point of the days that I'm not working to look after other kids as well. I know that sounds ridiculous, but, <laughs> but it actually helps that other working parent. And then on the days that I'm working you know they can have a couple of mine or so it just I think it's a really nice thing to do the kids love it they love a play date and for some reason you know my house was much quieter and calmer when I've got other kids there for some reason exactly exactly Exactly. okay so let's talk about planning for a minute so you've got five obviously not, not everyone has quite that many but even if you're dealing with just two right how do you even begin to plan when do you start planning do you have like a calendar for each of them like how do you stay on top of the plans for every single day so I printed off an August calendar for each one of my children mm-hmm. and have a list of whether it's who's picking up from camp, who's taking to camp, what we're doing on, you know, my days off, what we're doing on the weekends, who we're going to see, play dates, etc. Also, if you pin it to your fridge or somewhere that they can see, they also feel a bit more in control. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, oh, put that in yourself. If, you, if we've got that plan, why don't you add that yeah. to the calendar? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of almost making it a bit of an activity for them. And then they feel like they've made the arrangement, but really you've made all the arrangements yeah. yourself. <laughs> and, and then do you have one master calendar? Like yes, we're all doing yes, this and we're doing master, that. Yeah, yeah, master calendar for, for like me and my husband. It is. Yeah. It's, a, it's no, really, no, it's hard it's work. Yeah, but yeah. I've been sorting this out since... I'd say May. I was going to say, yeah. so you start in May. Yeah, and... maybe even earlier. For camps and things, you've got yeah. to book okay. April. So when you're around, what kind of things are you doing to fill their time? Things that don't cost too much money as well. Well, I always find museums are amazing. In London, we are totally spoiled here mm. with what we can do. Tesco Club Cards to have a token, so like a voucher mm. system. And you can get an am- like amazing deals that you can go to the zoo or the aquarium or go to any of those fabulous things up in town for a fraction of the price so if you are doing your weekly shop with tesco that's a really good idea just collate your tokens for the summer holidays i'd also say treats (laughs) just buy buy, yeah (laughs) buy a lot of treats actually in this feature we did say to really minimize how many treats a day children have but really it just makes them happy they're in holiday mode it's the summer holidays you're not doing it all year round you know also it makes them excited to go to camp because they've got a lovely lunchbox full of Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. always have snacks and baby wipes and just really be a bit more lenient with them you know still have the routine Mm -hmm. but if they want a bit of screen time more than you'd usually give them then Mm -hmm. let them have that it doesn't mean that's their routine throughout the rest of the year so just be a bit more lenient really and to what extent do you stick to routines like bedtimes that's what I was going to ask yeah Yeah. what happens at the end of the day the end of the day I mean I'd love the usual bedtime yeah I bet but (laughs) you've got to remember they are on holiday and they know they're on holiday Mm -hmm. so as much as you want to say right it's 7.30 it's time Mm -hmm. for bed you are a bit more lax but I try not to 
you know, overstep the mark. Because then that's kind of eats into my evening mm, as well true. and my energy levels. <laughs> um, so you find you're more relaxed if you just... Yeah, take a slightly more laissez-faire approach. Yeah, to I'm more relaxed. On Friday afternoon, last Friday afternoon, I decided let's go swimming. And it was about 5.30. And that's quite late to take young kids out. Mm. You know, it's usually dinner, bath, etc. And I just thought, you know what? It's summer holidays. Let's just go swimming. Also it didn't have to be spend some long. energy as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Mm. So when the weather's not on your side, that's when it's a killer. Mm. Um, but I would just say... You know, the main thing is just plan ahead. The earlier you start, and also shows, you can get some really good last minute deals. There's Kids Week for going to theatre to go and see some great shows. That's cool. What yeah. is that? During the whole of August, anyone that's 16 or under can go to a lot of shows free um, with a full paying adult ticket. And there's some great things on stage at the moment, like Aliens Love Underpants, which is a book which kids absolutely love so a must bedtime read there's everything from wicked the lion king dinosaur world live there's really something for everyone and it makes going out so much cheaper Mm. and it's an exciting thing to do and you can get matinee performances as well and also the cinema cinema does discounted really it is really early but it's not really early if you're with your children like a you know a 9 30 or 10 a.m showing to go and watch a film and it's Really, it's like two pounds a child or something. And that's rewarding taking care yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's not ideal. You're going to sit them in front of a screen first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. but it's something, and it's you know, it's fun for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Um, camps. What kind of camps do you send them on? Is it are they kind? I know you mentioned lots of different activities. Mm. So is it the kind of thing where there's lots? Like I know Georgie's kids go on tennis camp. Like, do you do specific things? I've got a cousin in America who goes on Lego camp. Wow, oh, wow. I know they're cool. Ooh, out there, we should aren't they? bring that over. I know. Um, oh, so yeah, do you send great. them to specific things or more just you know stuff where there's lots of different activities every day well it really depends on my child but my boys just love football Mm -hmm. so it's either multi-sports or just football they were actually at spurs camp a couple of weeks ago and they spurs Spurs camp it's run by spurs it's absolutely fabulous the three of them all go together so even if they don't know anyone else they've got each other which is a real yeah it's a real pro to just sending them off for the Mm, day and they love it they play football all day long and that's all yeah. they want. And they come home knackered. So it's <laughs> job done. Dreamy. Yes, job done. Uh, but there's everything from arts and crafts. There's specific sports camps. So you can do tennis. There's horse riding. You can do this everything. Mm-hmm. There really is everything. It's cookery. Cookery is a oh, big one lovely. as well. Cool. And is, is it really expensive to send your kids on camp? Yeah. 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 It is expensive. I mean, there's usually, you can say, negotiate a sibling discount of some kind. It's <laughs> worth it. It's definitely worth it asking. Take two, get the yeah. for free. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's never free. But mm-hmm. they get, they'll you know, sometimes knock off a few pounds here or there. But um, it's an expensive process. But they do a lot of early bird offers if you do book quite far in advance. Mm-hmm. So it is worth kind of thinking about the summer almost after Easter. Mm-hmm. Gosh, okay. Mm. Well, this is quite scary. It's hard work. No, it's something to think about, isn't it? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more reason to wait a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. 
Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, we did write a piece on all the ways to survive the summer holidays. So on top of all tomorrow's amazing advice, we included things like budget your days that's really good advice mm. like maybe do a budget breakdown yeah. of quite how much you have to spend and limiting screen time well yes and allow for lazy days booking a duvet day each week I think that's lovely I personally yeah. would like that but I was mm. quite a lazy child so <laughs> we're going to talk about tampons now with seven of the best eco-friendly sanitary brands to know this figure horrified me I don't know about you guys a recent mm. report has revealed that 27,938 so that's nearly 28,000 plastic tampons and applicators are found on the world's beaches daily yeah that's a lot 30,000 nearly scary every day is disgusting and to add to that sanitary pads produce around 100 billion pieces of waste yearly and that is just like so we wrote a list of all the different products to turn to for something a little kinder to the environment I'm actually going to start by saying that there's a brand called Own O-H-N-E on this list which I have used before and they are well I was going to say they're amazing I mean a tampon's a tampon in terms of functionality Mm. but there are so many in a pack I had a box in my desk drawer which lasted me like months and months it's basically a subscription service and the tampons are toxin free so like normal tampons contain things like chlorine and bleach like so yeah these are made from 100% organic cotton and they don't have an applicator so if you don't mind self-application then it's fine I found them really reliable really easy to use and also they provide schoolgirls in Zambia with health administration Mm. education are they expensive? Um, so I went for a box of 20 on a like every five week subscription I think it was just under £6 so obviously like that's the delivery included as well that's That's very good which I really think isn't bad and like obviously a box of Tampax whatever is probably going to be slightly cheaper but I think for the sake of that stat mm. and also there's no chemicals in it mm. so it reduces your risk of toxic shock and mm-hmm. stuff I I was like yeah take my money I would much rather do that yeah. and also like never running out you kind of always yeah. know it's going to be yes. to your house such a convenience so everything oh bloody hell I've not got any tampons yeah that last minute tampon it. run is like the story of my yeah. life I do <laughs> believe this is the yeah, future like, I think we're going to see much more of this now so a couple of years ago the founders of a company called Dame came into the Sheerlats office and very uh, devout behind the scenes viewers because it was a few years ago will remember what they've created is the first reusable tampon applicator and that's actually in this feature it's basically like a rubber applicator so instead of the plastic ones that we throw away you can have that instead and basically the founders are obviously on a mission to make period products more sustainable and they wanted to show us quite what tampons do to you in your body so I remember they came in and they took two glasses of water and they took one regular supermarket tampon and placed it in the cup of water and they took one organic tampon and also put that in a second cup of water and basically sat and watched as the kind that we all buy just Mm. completely disintegrated into the water and it basically melted so all the bits of fibres and fabrics and chemicals just completely tore away I know and the organic one was I mean a tiny bit Mm -hmm. but 
significantly less. And it was just really? proof of all this it's... stuff that's going into your bloodstream. I know, sorry, yeah. all of you. That so is shocking. That and is it was shocking. awful. And I will find, yeah, we should find the link on behind the scenes. It's there to view. And it is mm. horrifying what those tampons, we just stick them in our bodies mm. and uh, in, directly mm. into our bloodstream. And that mm. is really scary. Mm. That is yeah, horrid. Yeah. So anyway, mm. do check them out too, because also some great products. That's Dame. We are Dame.co. Anyone else tempted to try organic tampons? I've tried Frida before, which is another one that's mentioned in the feature. And I think I am going to sign up to it similarly with you. It's another subscription service, but you can do sort of mix and match. So pick exactly which products you want. And then, yeah, they'll come sort of every month as and when. But they're, yeah, uh, biodegradable as well. And I think, yeah, haven't got any of the nasty toxins in. I think they're plastic free too. Because that's the other thing. Like, you just never really think about the fact that obviously sanitary towels are just made, basically made of plastic mm-hmm. on the inside. You just yeah. never really thought about it no, until yeah. recently that I'm like, oh, of course. Like, and also all the packaging associated. All the packaging. Because yeah. I've seen other ones where they're like, oh, you know, our packaging's non-plastic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, great. I'll use those without actually thinking about the fact that the product itself. The thing itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Where does all that go? I mean, yeah. I know we put them all in the bin and that poor yeah. bloke comes and empties it once a month. I got that poor bloke. Um, um, but, the but then what, it's what do they do with it? It's, it's, it's like nappies. It's shocky, yeah. isn't it? That's the thing with nappies, right? Yeah. That nappies yeah. are like yeah. terrible for the environment. Yeah. And, ooh, awful. Tamara, yeah. I can see you've written organic cup on a piece of paper and I'm guessing that's got something to do with moon cups. It has. I actually have never tried a moon cup. When they first came out, I actually thought, oh, this is rather disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so I just, think that's really naive of me. Just the whole idea of it. And I'm sure as anyone that uses it, but I know friends that have them and use them and they're really happy. Mm. Really? Yes. I think it's just getting over this mindset, yeah. really, just almost training myself. Yes. But for me, you know, going down the organic tampon route is much mm. more, so, yes. you know, something yeah. that I would do. And actually, this feature's made me think much more. And yeah. I am going to change. Holly, so you have used a moon cup. I have, yeah. Explain a bit about how it works. So it's a kind of little rubber, I don't know how to, yeah, a cup is Mm. the only way to describe it really. And it's made of silicone. So you kind of turn it on itself a little bit to apply it. And then it opens up inside you. Okay, sorry, so it's something that you insert inside yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it sits in there, but then once it's in, you can't feel it much like a tampon. And sorry, and how do you get it out? Exactly, how do you remove it? It's almost like a funnel shape. So then you just pull that okay. bit out and then you just obviously clean it out I was kind of like really up for trying this is before I'd heard of like organic tampons mm-hmm. and things like that but Heather and I spoke about this the other day and it's a great idea for me in theory if you spend a lot of time at home but practically out and about if you're using a shared bathroom and you have to rinse it out in a shared sink I don't think periods are disgusting I really think we should like dispel that myth mm-hmm. that periods are disgusting but also rinsing out something that's come out Mm. vagina in a public sink for me just felt a bit much for me yeah, at the time yeah. Yeah. so I think great if it works for you a really nice idea but personally I think I'm going more down the organic tampon route yeah. how many hours can one keep a moon cup in for um, is it like a tampon <sighs> that's what I yeah I think it's much like mm. a tampon it doesn't look that big and you think god that's going to fill up really quickly but actually it doesn't so I think yeah every few hours just depending on yeah. your flow I guess you I just think it. I'd be changing it all the time because yeah, I'd be stressed. so paranoid I suppose mm. you'd get used to it like you do with anything I was going to say with tampons it, t- it takes a few years doesn't mm. it you know, like I mean without you... being too graphic as well but could you leak I was going to say what you, happens like if, what yeah. happens like, that was a, that if was you have a heavy period a or... worry I think like actually I was surprised how much it didn't leak but again I think you just have to be quite on it with like yeah. and then changing yeah, it absolutely. like because obviously if it then fills up then it would start to leak but the benefit of it is technically you mm. could remove it every time you go to the loo mm-hmm. so there's nothing mm. worse than when you go to the loo and then you're like, like shit I probably need to change my tampon yeah. but then you're like well I don't have any on me so I have to like go around to the loo in two minutes time and that's embarrassing and you've got to stick it 
yeah. tampon up your yeah. sleeve and you that's a whole other thing but um, <laughs> at least this way you can just whip it yeah. out every time you go yeah, to the loo which is, is quite a good thing yeah, yeah. so there, there are definite pros and cons I think and so many people do get on really well yeah. with them mm. the other thing to mention is thinks T-H-I-N-X um, which is the pants the absorbent pants um, see I'm actually up for trying them okay. I really am the ones that we've been sent in mm-hmm. will not fit my ass in so I haven't oh, tried them Heather they're enormous <laughs> no, have you seen them no I really don't Heather they're that. huge I promise you they will fit your bum I'm not convinced that I'm, I'm up for giving them a go sorry just to clarify not that your bum is huge no. but like there's no date everyone in the office could fit these these pants I'm not I'll give them a go you should, you should. Um, and they're not very stretchy is the point I suppose because they Basically, the point of them is that they're very absorbent mm-hmm. and I've had a, a feel of them and the, the main bit like where a sanitary towel would go is very thick and very taut as well I suppose because it is mm-hmm. filled with mm-hmm. absorbent material but I'm not against giving them a whirl I think Becky and I were talking about it the other day I think you'd probably as with the moon cut be very paranoid for the yeah. first couple mm-hmm. of days of course, no white trousers yeah. no. <laughs> I just wonder if it feels like almost like you're wearing a nappy How like you know because yes yeah. 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 I, you know, I have to say I feel like I've tried every period but I have tried a pair of those once and they were not for me I oh, felt really? very grace the thing I love about a tampon is that you can put it in and it's as if your period isn't yeah, happening yeah. Yeah. that's why the knickers don't quite do yeah. it for me because and I they're have... massive like you said like <laughs> you just feel like wow I'm very much on my period wearing these really yeah. sexy pants yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like... it's like a reminder of they're expensive period. it's 25.55 a pair so yeah I mean that they're, they're not cheap yes. yeah. supposedly they last and I mean the idea Ooh, get them beige you yeah. can't get them beige you know what they're... sorry but we were sent a press release about them and I thought that they would be an absolute disaster but aesthetically not having seen them they're not that bad mm. there are some that are, that are really large and they look kind of Spanx like but that black pair yeah. it's just yeah, quite a large pair of Heather I think you need to report I'll give them okay, yeah. Yeah. you yes. won't want to put the beige ones in a white spot no, no, I no, think no, no. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise no I, 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 I'll have another look at the ones that are doing the rounds in the office see if they do yeah. they, they claim to be antimicrobial moisture wicking and leak resistant if you don't mind giving them a go I'll give them a go okay. Great. You might want to wash them first. I feel like they've been yeah. passed around quite quite a lot in the office. Well, if you are interested in checking out some of the best eco-friendly sanitary brands, please do because those stats are horrifying. Um, then have a look at the piece on the site. Okay, we're going to talk about farm shops now. This was the best performing piece of content on the site last week. Turns out everybody wants to know which are the best farm shops in the UK. So these included recommendations, I mean, everywhere from from Devon to Gloucester to East Sussex to Norfolk. So do you guys, do you go to farm shops? I was so surprised by how well this did because if I'm passing one by, then I guess, yeah, I'll go. But like, clearly there's a a massive interest in them and that I just don't know about. Like maybe it's something that I should be more into. Heather, I feel like this is your kind of thing. Yeah, I wouldn't seek one out necessarily because I don't have a car, so I don't actually Mm. live near any farms as such. But whenever I am nearby, I'll definitely be rummaging round one. Stupid question. Mm -hmm. Does a farm shop have to be attached to a farm? No, not necessarily. I think you can have them almost in cities as well. Like Dalesford, and we've got those in London as well. So I think it's just produce that's from a certain place and you know it's all, you know, fresh and Mm. locally made. Does Bailey and Sage count as a farm shop? It could do. Or is that just a deli? I feel like that's that's more just like a nice... I think it's more authentic when it's (laughs) attached to a farm, isn't it? You feel like you, you know, you really are in a farm shop. in that case, I don't think I've ever been into a farm shop. No, I have to say, I sometimes 
take the kids to go fruit picking. That's a good show. Um, That's so It's really, it's really sweet. It's an activity. It ticks the box. <laughs> that was a good one you didn't mention before. Yeah. Is that free? It's oh, not free. Well, it's actually you pay for, I mean, it's minimal entry fee and then you obviously pay by the pound or whatever. Place. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. So, Usually, there's a lovely place in Enfield called Parkside Farm, and they have the most amazing cream that is from their farm. That's probably the nearest thing I've been to a farm shop. I think that's quite But legitimate. it really is. The double cream, I mean, you would have never tasted anything like it. And obviously, you've got punnets and punnets of strawberries. So you think, oh, okay, we'll get some cream. It's well worth just even going for the cream, let alone oh, all the fruit and veg. And what, can you go there all, like, throughout the year? Is it different fruit or different Different, exactly. Yeah. It's different fruit and vegetables out there. But that would be the nearest thing that I have ever gone to a farm shop. But I feel like I, I am missing a trick here. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. Like it's a trend that I need to get into. I agree. Well, Heather, why do you think that it's become such a trend? I think everyone loves kind of buying a couple of very nice ingredients, don't they? And I think especially if you've been away for the day, it's quite nice to be like, oh, I'll buy this coffee from this place yeah. and mm. yeah, cheese, obviously, nice. bread, you know, and they make good presents as well. You can like chutneys, preserves, yeah. all those kind of things all make very nice prezzies. Mm. So um, Heather, what are your favourites? Have you got any favourites on this list or any favourites in general? So one randomly that's very good is Gloucester Services on the M5. I've heard about um, So mm. even in 2014, uh, but it's basically unlike normal dreary motorway services, it's stocked with loads of local produce and they work with 130 local suppliers there's a butcher's and a fish counter available for those who are driving on you know to visit family or whatnot and there is no greasy fast food they've just got a kitchen that serves homemade dishes Polly you're a Dalesford fan because I feel like e- even if you're not a farm shop person I mean I've never been never been to Dalesford no am I missing out on something you're where really is it out. there's loads there's one in Marybone Notting Hill. Hill I'd only Shack go Penn. to these places at the weekend yes and like I just kind of stay Around where yeah, I live, yeah. which is South London, mm. and we, we you know we have some little cafes and stuff. But I, I do, I do like getting posh bread and stuff. So I feel like I'm missing out. That's the thing. So I'll go to Dalesford. I mean, it's mm. absurdly mm. expensive, but I'll go and buy like a pack of Florentines mm-hmm. or like some dark chocolates. Like, and exactly. I mean, God, I, I make them last. They'll last like three months. I really ration mm-hmm. them out. And you like come home. And it's a Sunday evening, and you've got your like lovely Dalesford yeah. treat to look forward to. And I, it's a relatively small, inexpensive way to make you feel like your quality of life yeah. is dramatically improved. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think that's the magic. And most of the ones out in the countryside always have really good ice cream as well, I've, Ooh, I've noticed. Really? Yes. So if it's a, a nice day, ice cream on the way out. <laughs> um, well, some of the ones that we've recommended include, um, on top of the Gloucester services on, on the M5, Darts Farm in Devon, the founder of which started selling vegetables 40 years ago in a modest hut. Um, so that has now expanded massively. There's also Welbeck Farm Shop in Nottinghamshire, and they have a school of artisan food, which also offers courses and year-long diplomas and do everything from lamb to cheese to bread and wood fire bakery oh yum mouth watering we've also got on the list algae's farm shop in norfolk which is a family-run space which was initially open to sell christmas trees but now they do everything from homegrown veggies to pork pies oh I want a pork pie now. Oh, me too. Why is it only Monday? I wish it was Friday and then I could do all this mm. stuff tomorrow. Mm, now yeah. I'm going to wait all week. Anyway, <laughs> so do have a look at our recommendations because, God, they're pretty tempting, aren't they? Mm. Everybody's talking a lot about sustainability in the fashion industry at the moment, but that doesn't necessarily have to mean cutting back on shopping. Polly, you road tested a couple of new fashion rental sites because yes. they are on the up as a way to share fashion, to be less consumerist, but still to get your hands on some new pieces. So tell us, what did you try? What was it like? Like, give us the lowdown. 
So I tried two different ones, more than two that you can try, but I tried one called Her, which is spelt H-U-R-R, and another one called The Endless Wardrobe. So basically, you know, if you've, if you've got a, a wedding to go to, or maybe you're going on holiday and you just want something to wear for a week or for a day, it's a great idea because you can wear designer names for a fraction of the price. So if you're looking to buy a Zimmerman dress full price, for example, you're looking at upwards, you know, of 800 quid maybe, but to rent, you can rent for as little as 100 pounds. I mean, it's, it's not all always cheap as chips, it depends on the brand, but if you want to go and wear something nice to wedding but you can't afford to buy one full price, this is a really nice way of being able to wear that. And also it's not just about affordability, it's about if like me, everybody is guilty of wanting something new each time you go mm. to a wedding, you would probably spend something around that amount yeah. anyway. You spend yeah. around 100 quid to get a nice dress up. Yeah. So therefore, it, it doesn't really matter. You Because yeah. it, it, realistically, how many times do you actually rewear the dresses you buy for wedding? Like, yeah. oh, I'm really bad at that. Exactly. It stops you contributing to, you know, more mass production and closes the loop on the kind of sustainability side of things. So yeah, from a financial perspective, it's really good, but it's also great for the environment and you can you know connect with people so basically on one of those platforms it's like peer to peer so mm-hmm. people who have got great wardrobes can rent their stuff out and they earn some money from it so you can do that as well if you've got a great wardrobe and then if you decide that that person is quite similar to your style and, and they're a similar size to you you can keep going back to them so it's quite like a consistent way of going back to people and getting good clothes without kind of faff of it because I guess that's one thing that might put you off is that it's not as easy as just like going on Zara and being like I want a pink dress Mm -hmm. but you can search for certain things and put on filters it's not as hard as you might think so it's definitely worth checking out as a wait list at the moment but they are working through it and that's for her for her that's for her um and then for the other sites they stock some of their own products yeah so the endless wardrobe is a different one so they hold all the stock mm-hmm. that they rent on the site which means they have a bigger variety of sizes because they might have one dress in like four or five different sizes mm-hmm. which is a plus but they're kind of working on cultivating relationships with brands as opposed to like people just renting their wardrobe so there's like a more limited range of brands but they are still good and they're trying to grow so and i don't think there's a wait list for that one you just have to apply it's definitely worth checking out for your next wedding mm. or holiday or whatever, or just if you just want something nice to wear. It's true. I have a, a friend came to my wedding actually wearing a dress that she'd rented, and it was unreal. Mm. She rented from a site in the states that she's American, but. What a clever way to do it. Yeah. yeah, I actually have rented a dress before for a wedding from a site called nothingtowear.com okay, and they have okay. a vintage selection mm-hmm. of dresses. And it was an Yves Saint Laurent dress, which Ooh. there's no way I'd be able to afford that normally. Mm-hmm. I think I paid £120 or something. And it was great because that you actually get it in two sizes. So oh, you, that's oh, amazing. That's right. Yes, really yeah. clever. So, you know, I decided, okay, I'll get a 12 and a 14 mm-hmm. and then see which one fits me better on the day. Because yes. actually you never know, especially with yeah. designers as well. Well, and they come to abs- well. exactly mm. the idea that you just also don't need to dry clean it. It just mm. goes back in the box, and you can select. I think how long you can have it for. So either it's a five mm. days, seven days. 10 days etc so if you're going away for a wedding or an occasion it's also great because you can still have enough time to almost take it on your travels mm. and then come back again and return it also that just reminded me that it's just that's really helpful for storage as well if you've all got relatively limited space mm. here in london then you don't have to be like stocking mm. your clothes the whole yeah. time. well i am one of those people that if it's a wedding or something i will buy something new mm-hmm. yeah and i think people are doing that more and more especially now for instagram mm. uh you know that you're seeing in the same thing and they're having 
Didn't yeah. I see that in a few weeks ago? And also dress. because high street brands are making it easier mm-hmm. than ever. To, yeah. they, like they're making clothes that work for weddings. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. not just at formal yeah. shops anymore. Polly, can you just talk us through a bit, like what are your tips? What are your rules? Like in terms of whether it's looking for something specific that you want to find or, yeah. you know, are there any pieces of advice you would give if people are looking to rent? It's maybe not so friendly for like last minute purchases. So like if you need something for the next day, that's going to be a bit of a stress. They might be able to do it, but realistically, you know, if you want, you need to meet up with someone to exchange a dress or they need to post it to you, that's going to be difficult. So giving yourself a bit of time, having a bit of planning ahead, like we've mentioned planning before in this episode, <laughs> it's very important. So that would be a tip that I would suggest. And then I would also go with an idea of like what you'd like to wear and what you'd like to look for, because obviously there is like a lot of choice on her in particular. And you can't really sort of search by like, you know, red floral dress, for example. You, you can just press dresses. Mm-hmm. But you can also filter by size. So if you know you, you're a size small or an eight or a 10, you can just click on that and that limits your choices because I remember finding it a little bit frustrating at first that I was like scrolling through and then finding a dress that I liked and then obviously it's the wrong size. Mm-hmm. So definitely do that to avoid your kind of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Also kind of thinking outside the box, not just for dresses and stuff. They also do shoes, they do jewelry, they do handbags. So if you just want, you know, for a week, if you're going to a job interview or something like that and you that's want a nice cool. handbag to wear mm. to that interview then I think that's a really good idea as well such a good, good idea point. yeah and mm. um, Heather is it something you would try definitely so actually have it I really enjoyed the piece and after reading it I haven't laid down any cash yet but I investigated mm. on loan which was another one mm. you mentioned at the bottom yeah. so it's 69 pounds a month it's like a subscription service and you get two items a month for a week each. Oh, that's great. What a great idea. Do you select the items? So what I've done initially is you have to fill out this big survey and it's lots of fun questions. So it's like, what size are you on top on bottom? What's your bra Mm -hmm. size? How tall are you? But then also, if money was no object, what brands would you love to wear? Like, and they had, you know, like when you go on to websites and you have to select all the boxes with the cars in to to get through, like the robot thing. Mm -hmm. You have to do that with like, which of these outfits do you love? Like lots of little fun things, just so I guess they can get a real idea of what you like, what you don't Mm -hmm. like. And now I'm just waiting. I think someone's going to collate all of that. And I think I'll then get an email with all sorts of links. Because I think that's the other thing. Like, they're only going to show me what they've got in my sizes. So I'm not going to be hankering after some lovely dress that's in a size six, for example. And presumably they've got a whole load of different design brands. Because if you're paying 70 quid for two items, then you would imagine they're worth a lot more. Precisely, yeah. So I like the idea of it. Because I think we've all been guilty of buying a new dress and then Mm -hmm. maybe only wearing it a few times. Or getting bored of it after you've worn Mm -hmm. it once or twice so actually you know once the impact has worn off yeah I thought that's quite a good idea actually I also suspect that's the way it will go like we're all still talking very much about doing it for an occasion mm. but actually if you are looking to cut back on on shopping and, yeah. and just mm. adding to the kind of consumerist mm-hmm. wheel we talked a while ago on the show about the new package that Urban Outfitters are yes, launching which yeah. was similar something mm. they're launching in the States where again you pay I think it was $80 a month and they send you a box and then you kind of send it on at the end of the month and just ways of cutting back yeah. on, on shopping really yeah. which we could all probably yeah. do with so do have a look at the piece obviously it included sites like her and the endless wardrobe but also on loan which heather has mentioned by rotation which is another peer-to-peer site and my wardrobe hq well i think that's just about all we've got time for this week if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at sheerlux.com we love hearing from you also please don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends goodbye planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.